Welcome to a very special episode. This man doesn't need an introduction. Bros. Mr. Vinny Vincent Aquino. Thanks for having me, guys. Take a bow, Vinny. Yeah. Very interesting. The man, the myth, and the legend. We've been, since we started this podcast, we've been wanting to have Vinny on here. He's been such a staple at BLS. He's been such an icon in the industry. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're so happy to have him in our lives. I, I can't, 100%. I can't say that enough. He's an uncle to us. It's uncle yeah. Vinny. Yeah. You know, when I go to a client and I say, you know, you'll be talking to Vinny in New York, they have this image of like this mafia boss and you kind yeah. of are a mafia boss, but like, you know, no, I don't have the gold chain and right. That's, ex- you know, the black outfit on either. No, you don't. So. You don't. I mean, you, you like golf, you like a loaf of bread and, uh, <laughs> and, and a glass of wine, but that's a glass of wine. Yeah. You know, so how many years has it been, Vinny? Let's put it this way. It's scary to say that I was at your bar mitzvah when I worked here. That's unbelievable. And but that's like unbelievable. That, that was like you got a candle at my bar mitzvah but that, too. Yeah. That was fifteen years in though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know like you didn't start the year before my bar mitzvah. No, 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 Try speaking you, a little bit more. I didn't start the year before your bar mitzvah, but it's pretty sad that I was at both of your bar mitzvahs. Uh, you know, you say. were at you were. Our weddings. Yep. Yes. You came to Vegas for my wedding. Yes. Yep. And got married and hold the on, black. in a blackout. That yeah, was that was the, crazy. In a blackout. We had to, there was that, bl- during the blackout in New York, I don't, I don't quite you remember were, You were like dispatching from the party. I remember that you and Kevin but, were like. No, 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 we, we had to go to a hotel room. We had to rent a hotel room to set up the computers in a hotel room. <laughs> and then when I got there, I had to tell your father that I was going to rent the generator to power up the building. And he's like, no. Right. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> too pleased with that. And then when he got back, I had a generator in the front of the building that we had to stop every six or eight hours to refuel, refuel it with diesel. You know, that segues into the question that I've, I, I want to ask, I've been wanting to ask you for a few days now. How are you so cool under pressure? You, you're an inspiration. I'll freak out over this camera. Exactly. Like I'll, I'll freak out over the smallest thing in the world. You're known in this company and in the as, industry as, as the ice man, as the, yeah, you're Vinny yeah. the ice man. What is freaking out going to do for you? Get, I don't know. It feels good. I guess <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, exactly. it's not going to do anything for you. Right. It's not going to get you the answer. It's not going to get the problem solved. But you're okay. dealing, you're dealing in such a high touch business. I remember, I'll never forget this. I was dispatching Vinny, Vinny's Vinny kicked me off the seat. I sat down yep. and I was dispatching. He's like, you're gone. Get out of here right now. Yep. He's like, cause I was freaking you, out. You were making a mess. I was yeah. making a mess. No, but I was freaking out. Vinny, how, how, old, how many, just so everyone knows this wasn't three weeks ago. When, when was this? <laughs> it was last month. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> um, oh, man, I, I was in college at that point, right? Yeah. I think I was in college. college. Yeah. And you know, I'm late, I'm late college probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in college and I sat down and I was dispatching and I saw we were short on cars. It was a Friday night. It was raining in New York city. It was, probably sometime in May mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm starting to get flustered. And Vinny's like, chill out, look at your board, see where your players are. Vinny looks at it like, like a chess game. Mm-hmm. And I started getting nervous and he says, if you're going to get nervous, get out of here. I was like, all right, all right. And then it got worse. Right. Then more then ASAP started coming in. This is before the days of Uber where ASAPs right. were an actual thing in New York city. And Vinny said, didn't curse. He said, you're gone out of here. He said, go do billing or something. 
I put my head down and I got up and I walked away and Vinny handled the rest of the board. How do you keep calm under a, a day in New York City? Like, how do you not get flustered? Well, like I said, first of all, getting flustered isn't going to do anything. Mm -hmm. If you look at this business and you look at any sort of dispatching systematically and you know where your cars are, you know who your players are, you know what time the guy's going to take to get from Manhattan to JFK and you know the person has a three o'clock flight, you can look at this and organize it so you'll be able to maximize your car's usage and get all your clients picked up. Mm -hmm. But getting upset and getting crazy. And Did you ever? Did you? Was there ever a job? Was there ever a client where you go, I'm fucked here? No, well, you know, yeah, no? I, don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think so. ever lost his cool with, yeah. with that. He lost I think his he's cool with other things. Oh. What, you know? what irks you? What's, what's your like pet peeve in the industry? In, in our thing? Is it a stupid driver? No, is it? It's when people make stupid mistakes. Mm -hmm. You understand a chauffeur is a chauffeur and he could make a mistake east to west or make a left instead of a right. Mm -hmm. But in this business, it's so sensitive that timing is everything. Punctuality is everything. Having the right equipment that the client needs, whether it's baby seats or bottled water and little things like that are what made this company different. Right. Okay. That's what made us different as opposed to any other company is the detail that we put into every reservation. Well, you, you literally look at every single ride, like it's a, its own, per, its own event. And, and you say you match the driver. I mean, you were doing that from day well, one. Day you, one, you had to match the right driver with the right client because then it was all about relationship, which is it still is now. 100%. Certain clients come in, you know it has you to know, be this driver. It's so funny. I'm listening to Vinny, and you can take the man out of dispatch, but you can't take dispatch out of the man. 100%. And, you know, like, you you were trained. Who who trained you? Was it my mom that trained you, or did, mom, did, did they just throw you to the your seat? Your mom would be home, and she still had the stuff at home. And she would call me and say, oh, this is so-and-so. You have to watch them. You have to make sure they have this, this, and this. Because there was no computer to tell you that these are the special services that you needed. Your mom would tell you. Mm -hmm. right. right. And then all of a sudden, if we had a premiere, you know, we'd be organizing it. And your mom would call, no, 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 you can't put that guy on that. You have to put this guy on it. This person only mm -hmm. likes this, this, and this when they get right. in the car. So your mom really laid the groundwork on mm -hmm. what had to be done because she knew all the clients because those were her clients from day one. Right. Right. Until your mom felt comfortable and then she would little by little, okay, yeah, just make sure you have this, this, and this covered. And oh, when this person comes in, no, no, you have to make sure they get X, Y, and Z or they get this bottle of water or they right. get whatever they want. And also just for everybody's frame of reference, uh, Vinny, you started out as a driver, then you moved into dispatch. How long did you drive for? A few weeks. Really? Yeah. And yeah. like, I think, how did you get into the office? Who, who said your dad? So you met my I dad. It was, I thought it was mom that said something. No, I met your dad. Really? Yeah. And I then, yeah. And then he's like, you coming in? Uh, he went not know if it was that gentle, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was something like that. You so know. then you came into the office, you, you work dispatch and just fast forwarding to today, Vinny's executive vice president of operations, which just basically means he manages East Coast operations, the global fleet, and just overall global strategy. I mean, me and Vinny are on the Vinny and I are on the phone. I don't know. Hold on, I got hours ask, a day. I got to ask you a question. What's that? What did you think now? Because I told someone once 
that it wouldn't be unusual for your dad and I to speak five times between eight and nine o'clock in the morning. Right. And they were like, absolutely not. No one speaks to the owner that much. And I'm like, yeah. So now the fast forward that you're now taking over that role. Right. What did you think all those times that I would be on the phone with your dad discussing things? That's a great question. It's, it's a great question. And you know, I don't know if I ever really thought about it. I think I just kind of took it for granted. And I know that both you and my dad were dedicated and you were, I, I just thought dad was being annoying. You know, I just thought dad was, you know, you know, that's true. I, yeah, like I he, thought dad like was, was like, just trying you know, to bother you. I just right. trying to bother you. It's like, man, these guys got to work. They've, you know, they have several hundred rides. They, they got to get, they got to put drivers in the cars. They got to get the cars over to Midtown. Like, you know, why are you calling them? And he's, and I used to ask him that. And he's like, you don't understand. He's like, this is, this is part of the job. You gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know what's happening in your company. What, yeah. What I learned recently is if you want to get something done, you have to talk about it over and over again, day in and day out until it becomes habit. And like, let's say we're working on a project. You have to talk about it ad nauseum till it gets done until until it fades away because the project was completed mm -hmm. and that and that's what Vinny and i do with all the managers that we just talk about the same thing over and over and over again reinforcement to get whatever we need done mm -hmm. completed and then you have to take that project when it's completed and you have to go back and see what you did right and what you did wrong and if that blueprint works save that blueprint and if it doesn't work tweak it for the next time you have that project or look back at your notes and look back at what you did right and wrong to prepare for the next project. Exactly. Right. It's, um, it's, I love working on project projects with Vinny because right. he takes notes. I don't take notes. So I call him and then we go through the ticker list as Vinny likes to call it and say, okay, we have this, we have this, we have this and we have this. And then we talk through it and we say, okay, what happened with that tomorrow let's try and do that okay let's put somebody on this to make sure that this gets done mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of fun mm -hmm. I, and I, I i don't know if i ever spoke about it with you but i really do enjoy talking to you and and game planning it, it really it, you know it it's a part of my day and it you know and I, and I think about it outside of of us actually talking well you go through conversations with everyone now and yeah. everyone in the company you have different conversations with yes and that's very important because you get different points of view yep. from all your different managers mm -hmm. and you find out what's going on in each location and each location is different because what works in new york isn't going to work in atlanta what that's works right. in atlanta doesn't work in las vegas and all over the different uh different places that we have offices right right how do you feel that your role has changed over the last 30 plus years. I mean, you started out as a chauffeur. You, I, I don't even want to say that, you know, you were like, it was for like a second, for like a second. And then you, you jumped into dispatch. How has, how, like, were you, were you managing people? You know, like wh how, what did you do to get to the position you are in today? You have to always keep yourself evolving. Right. You have to learn what each one of your employees strong points are and you have to emphasize their strong points mm -hmm. to make them successful. Your job is to make each one of your employees successful and each one of your managers successful. Right. So you have to find what that strong point is and make them work with that strong point. 
that Im- that implies to drivers as well. Drivers, office staff, your managers, yeah, everybody. You have to set everybody up for success. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, you have to, just like what Vinny said, you have to set people up for success so so we can all succeed. So everybody has more. Did you ever think that this is what you'd end up doing? No. When, when you were in college, no. did you think that like, you're like, I'm going to be running one of the largest global trav- global ground transportation services you never so what th- you, led you to what led you to come to BLS? You were you were in I'll, stocks, I'll, I'll, right? I'll tell you the funny story. It's something Michael brought up a few weeks ago. So you made it a comment about they don't teach you how to get a mortgage when you're in college, hundred percent, which is a hundred percent true. So I wanted to buy a house. So I said to my dad, All right, "I want to you know buy an apartment. I got enough money here. Okay, come with me. We'll go over." You know, you'll speak to the accountant because in those days there was no rocket mortgage or anything like that. You had to go to the bank to get a mortgage. Right. So I go and he goes, yeah, they're not going to give you a mortgage. And I was like, why? I got enough for the down payment. I can do this. He's like, no, you have to show that you have income and it's consistent. So he goes, go get a part-time job somewhere and at least you'll get extra income and then come back in, you know, six months or so and be able to get it. So I said, and he goes, just go drive a cab or limo or something. Right. Okay. So I went in and I said, okay, he goes, what do you need a job for? I said, well, I need to show that I have income so I can buy a house so I can get a mortgage. Right. And that's really how it started. It's amazing. You know, that's that's how it started. That's incredible. But did did they teach it, teach you any of this in college? No, not at all. There's no class on how to dispatch. There's no YouTube channel on how to dispatch. And since our model is such a hybrid model, it's really different than anyone that just presses a button and says auto dispatch. Not only that, this is such a niche industry. Like people don't understand. Like there, like, like there is, you can go to school to become a travel agent. You can, in London, you go to school to become a chauffeur. You know, you, you can't go to school here to become a reservation agent or learn how to dispatch. It's all, this is such a mom and pop small industry. Mm-hmm. that uh it's just crazy mm-hmm. like that that you w- where do you find the qualified people mm-hmm. to work here mm-hmm. in in places like this right and uh that's always been a challenge mm-hmm. to to find people with experience too because there there is no education classes to specifically do what we are doing sure you can go to school for an mba or or do things like that, but it's it's a very niche place. I just want to mention that Vinny and I went to the same college, which is really cool. It's a few years and, apart, and now, now it's a Division One. Who would have thought, right? Team. CW Big Post. shout out CW Post, yeah, that, LIU baby. That's going to be tough to watch them go Division One, but lacrosse they've always won national championships. Yeah, I was friends with a lot of lacrosse players. They yeah. were great guys. Yeah. You know, they were good. But uh, how how do you? Are you putting the same standards on your son that that you wanted? Like, what what is Lewis? Um, big shout out to Lewis. What is what do you want Lewis to do? Do you want him to have a career? Like, what's what's he doing now? He's coming to that cross. That's he's coming to the cross in the road very shortly. He'll mm-hmm. be graduating in uh, from where he's, he's at a private college up in Connecticut. It's Sacred amazing, Heart. and uh, he'll be graduating in May. And he talks to me the other night. He goes, you know, I've got three or four things here i got to make a decision on he goes i really don't know which way i want to go so what is he what what what's the plan like like my dad you say what do you want to be when you grow up right you know um you know he's done some internships 
for different companies. He's doing an internship in the city now. And then my son's got that Genesis qua with medicine that right. you just can't teach someone. Right. Um, so he really doesn't know which way he wants to go. He's taking your playbook of being cool, calm, and collected in really crazy circumstances. Circumstances where so he, you would probably lose it. Yeah. So he doesn't necessarily want to do medicine? He, he likes the analytics part of working at a company. Mm-hmm. He likes doing that stuff, but he likes the adrenaline of medicine. That, that's a, like that, father, like son. That could wear off. Junk. No way. No way. It's yeah. like father, like oh, son. That's interesting. Yeah. Is your wife, Liz, yeah. is she cool, calm and collected or is she mm, under pressure? Let's put it this way. I've, is Liz the ice back. woman? No, no, I came back. <laughs> I'll tell you quick. When I came back from running one morning and it's, I don't know, probably 5.30, 5.45 in the morning and she's screaming at somebody already. And I'm like, who are you screaming about? It's 5.30 in the morning. She goes, I gave the project to my assistant and she didn't finish it yet. I said, but it's 5.30 in the morning. Right. Yeah, but she's in India. Amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So she's not as cool, cool and calm as I am. You know? So, uh, so, the, so the Vinny did not wear off on the, all the family no, members yet. No, yeah, but no, you know, right. but that's why they found each other. Yeah. It's, a, it's a yin and a yang. Absolutely. Yeah, definite yin and yang. Absolutely. Do you miss the days of dispatching uh, by the seat of your pants or do you miss, or do you like the automation? Do you like the, 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 the new technology? The new technology is great, but our model is never to go with auto dispatch because of the niche clientele that we deal with. We still put a lot of hands on organizing every one of these days in every city. Right. Right. You know, don't get me wrong. I think that, so you realize it's more, it's kind of like a hybrid, like they're still dispatching by hand. Well, no, listen, well, the computer, the computer does a lot. That's not my point. And I think that, um, you know, there is assisted dispatch where the computer can make recommendations. Right. And I think that has value, but ultimately taking the human touch out of our business, taking the human touch out of any business is a big mistake. Mm -hmm. And, because what it, all that stuff always looks good on paper, but as soon as you put it into practice, it never quite works. And then, and then you just end up, you just end up pissing off the people you're trying to service. Right. Because the expectation is the expectation. Right. And to, to, to make a computer do that, it, it won't, that won't happen. At least not now. Do you miss the days of writing down the, uh, no. on, on the yellow pads? No. You like the right click and go, uh, yeah. the drag and drops. Drop, drop and drag is right. Is the way to go. Right. That's so, go. so then where do you, where do you see business going in general industry going, our, our industry going in the next five, 10 years? Before we jump to that, sure. I have to just mention something. Vinny said the most profound thing. This is 20 years ago. I was always uh, you know, come on, we got to get another hundred rides a day. Come on, we got to go and we got to get this account. We got to get that account. I was always trying to rally the troops like that. And Vinny and his Iceman, um, Iceman cometh, uh, the Iceman cometh uh, persona <clears throat> sat me down in his office and he says, Grasshopper, what'd you used to call me? Used to call me Junior. 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 He goes, Junior, listen to me. He goes, You want two more rides a day? 
from each account. From each account. That's it. Not one, not three, just two. Yeah. And that quiet. And that quiet. Yeah. Because you, you know, we'll be in a presentation and he's like, the OSI field. And, and, every, and everyone's and every, going, everyone's always like, yeah, and, but Vinny knows exactly what he's doing because he wants everyone to listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Vinny is so calculated in what he's doing. He's yeah. not doing anything arbitrarily. Vinny said the quote, we should put that somewhere in our company. Yeah. All we want is two more rides a day per account. Yep. You don't want five. You don't want one. You want two more rides a day. And we were just talking about that right before we got on the air. Yeah. 100%. That, that you, you want an account that's just going to give you two more rides a day because at the end of the day it's going to add up all adds up right and then but not only that you you get you get the accounts that throw tons and tons of rides at you there's more there's more you could there's more uh things that you could have issues we we have those accounts sure those accounts sure but but vinny's vinny's always talking about that for the long-term growth correct Correct. And, and know, we have that, accounts that, that, account, that account that gives you a hundred rides a day. Now, right. Let it be 102. Right. And then in a week, let it be at 104 and right. then at 106. That that's the type of growth that, that Vinny's talking Slow about. and steady. Right. Right. Walmart stock growth, you know, <laughs> not these Silicon Valley stocks no, that no. shoot up 30 points and then down 60 the next right. day. You know, you want long-term. Slow and steady wins the race. hundred percent. I think that's how you, that, I think that's how, that's why you survived that this long at BLS. I think it's because of the way you run your race is that you're cool, you're slow, and you're steady. You don't make errors. Now, I know, Kavina, you keep a list. Now, do you have like a goals list or it, do you consider that your goal list? Or is that just because like we're big into law of attraction, we're big into setting goals, we're big into uh, believing in the universe that if you put it out there, you're going to get it back. Visualizing. I, yeah. I do believe in putting it out there and I do believe in thinking it and then executing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big person. As you see where you've come in, I got a whiteboard. Right. Okay. With things that have to be done. And as they're done, I either check them off or erase them. All right. Um, you know, I'm big on a notebook. I carry a notebook yeah, around you know, with me every place. I, I wanted to talk about this. Like if you're the type of person that can keep organized or you forget things very easily, it's as simple as a notebook, right? You write down your notes and then you have the date, you have the date on, on the top of the page or yeah. yeah. So is that your system? So you, so you, you have the date on the page, you write down your notes and then you can go back to your notes and then you can get organized and you don't forget. But Vinny's been doing this for years. I remember years he used to come into years. he used to come into Dad's office and say, okay, and Dad and Dad would go, "What did I tell you about the Escalade?" And Vinny goes, "Hold on." And he'll go and he flick his page. He goes, "Yeah, yeah the Escalade was seventy five thousand. That's not what I said. No, I have it right here. You said it on Tuesday, <laughs> April third. You yeah. said it this day, and this is what you said." And David yeah. goes, "Oh, okay, yeah, because you write okay. down. So would you ever upgrade to an iPad?" Would you ever like write on an iPad no. and, and forego? I, trust the- me, I use an iPad a lot, but there is still something about pen to paper that makes you put the pen to paper and also something that they taught you in college. And if you ever took a class, the best thing to do is to, when you're studying for a test, to go back and write your notes in the class that you're going to take the test in. Mm-hmm. 
I write the notes down every place I am. So when I go back into that room with your dad at that point in time, right. I had my notes. This is the seat I was sitting in. Right. And now I'm going back to the notes and that's the seat that I'm looking at these notes in. I still fight with Sharon because Sharon has a little book, little notebook, and she writes all of our appointments in her little notebook. Everything. Mm -hmm. If Alex has comic book club and Kayla has, uh, you know, ballet lessons right. or something, I say to her, we have a phone, just put in your phone. She's like, I don't trust it. She's I like, finally converted Jen to, we, we, I finally converted Jen to sharing an Outlook calendar with me. Sharon won't, Sharon will yeah. only write it down, but she's yeah. old school like Vinny, where like what you said, pen to paper, right. it's, you know what you put, you know, when you put it, you have it written down. And I think organizationally, you're one of the most organized people I've ever met, you know, and especially with your whiteboard. You have a lot of baby seats on your whiteboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the obsession? I, I'm, this one's for Anthony and Carl. What's the obsession with baby seats? Why can't we just get the baby seats right? <laughs> First of all, now, hold on. I've eliminated that. I took pictures and I put the pictures up over each baby seat of what they're supposed to look like, how many pounds the kids have to be, what names they have. And then I even put a note next to each one, what day it expires. Now, do you see what just happened there? <laughs> that, okay, this is a minute issue. It is. It's but, the, it's, oh. but, it's, but it's a huge issue. You know, like. I hate babysitting rides. Not only, but not only that, but you see, like, that's, that's, Vinny's, that's Vinny's value that he took a picture of what a baby's supposed to look like in the baby seat. <laughs> because not everyone knows that. I didn't know what th what a child looks like at two years old or four years old before I had kids. Right. And, and not everybody understands that. These are the details that matter, not in, in our business, in any business. And, and that we didn't have this for years though. Yeah. The baby seats, it was, it was torture well, when there was Vinny, a baby seat. Vinny cracked, oh. Vinny cracked the code. Right. But don't forget, most companies won't give you a baby seat. Right. Right. It, they won't. It's like, no, we don't have it. Bring well, your own. Or, we repl we'll, we replace them every year. Right. You know, you, you, you have to take that stuff very seriously, but I cringe. I, it, it's still a sticking point, but I know we're, we're fine with it now, but I used to cringe when there was a ride for baby seats because the dispatch doesn't know we need a seat for a 20 month old. Right. You know, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this, this is a 25 year old guy. He plays Xbox at night and he's, oh. he's going to know what a 20 year old, you know, 20 month old, 30, yeah. a 30 pound baby is like. Yeah. Right. No, they have that, no idea. See, I didn't. I didn't even know if there's like a 20 month old that could be 30 pounds. But like, you have those exactly. notes in the system. Well, but, 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 it's but it's as simple as printing it out. Vinny organized the baby seats. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's. So we're at the control with baby seats. <laughs> we're the control with baby seats. We've established that. Yes. Now getting into the car is a whole different story. Uh, that's another thing. Did you send the baby seat on the ride? No, I did not. Why didn't you send the baby seat? I didn't see the note. Why didn't you open the why didn't you open the reservation? <laughs> we didn't get that far yet. No, no, but it's it's been better. I, I really I want to forego it completely. There was a point where it was so bad that like we had baby seats, everyone was having babies. Right. And it was like, you know, we need a booster seat for this one, we need a car seat for this one. We need this, for, and you know, it was just it was all getting mishmashed. And I just said, "Can we just not offer baby seats to clients?" And Dad no. said, "No, you have to." Right. Yep. Yeah, but no. Listen, we fi we figured out a way to fix it, and that's yes. what, that's ah, what Vinny did. Yeah, Vinny did. You know, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so where do you, we're we're growing big? You know, you're 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 the beast from the east. 
right? You're the Vin Man. I think that was Andrew Dice Clay said that. I'm the, I'm the beast from the East. We're expanding on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. is is in our grasp. I mean, it looks like we got approved yesterday. Where do you see, how big do you see BLS getting on the East Coast primarily? You know we're, we're a beast in L.A. and Vegas. The East Coast market is a niche market in mm-hmm. certain pockets. The D.C., Alexandria is a big thing. The Connecticut hedge fund area mm-hmm. is big. Okay. And then up in that Boston area and going up so far as the Cape is a really open big market. Mm-hmm. So I could see BLS learning and moving into each one of these markets as we expand and we grow mm-hmm. all the way up the Eastern seaboard. And then don't forget that little South Carolina down to that North Carolina. You're not kidding. And that triangle over there is becoming real big as well. You know, Ooh, you know what yeah. I want to talk about? Yeah. Um, the fleet. Yeah, we could talk fleet. I want to talk fleet. Vinny manages our global fleet. And I don't know if uh, a lot of the listeners know, but there's been uh, a lot of changes upcoming in the industry that there is no more Lincoln sedan. There is no more Cadillac sedan. Mm-hmm. So Vin, what is, in your opinion, the future of the livery market uh, fleet makeup? I mean, that's going to be a tough question. And I'm just going to go for New York for a second because it's a niche market. The only way you can add vehicles right now is by using an electric vehicle. Right. So that's really going to be a big play here. And Tesla has built the infrastructure. Um, Mercedes, still the workhorse. 100%. Still yeah. the workhorse. Mercedes E-Class is you just know, a phenomenal it, vehicle. It just yeah. for clients showing up with that Mercedes badge. The clients always love it. It gets you to and from the airport. It works all the time. Mm-hmm. You have minimal, minimal downtime. And when you do have downtime, their logistics is so great that they get the car fixed and back to you within 24 hours. That's fantastic. You know, And was it like that with other dealers you know, in the, in the past 30 years? I think Ford used to be that way. Ford, when they had that real old, big Lincoln town car, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but since that town cars phased out and then they started with the MKT and the Continental and all the other cars, it just, it wasn't the same. It it wasn't the same when they took that long door town car away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And and it it was never quite the same. Right. So, I mean, today the sedan makeup of the future uh, is, is in our opinion, Mercedes, Tesla, Volvo is there. However, they, I think there is a market for Volvo, not necessarily our market. And uh, I don't. I never saw it. You know, it's there is a market because of the price point. It doesn't fit our clientele that we drive. Right. Right. So for other people, it might work, but just for our clients, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have the Mercedes. We have oh, and uh, Jaguar. We think there's the, that there's a there's a play with Jaguar. Uh, the Jaguar sedan for the luxury market. Uh, you know, all the Ubers and the black cars, you know, they're still going to have their Camrys and, you know, Hyundai Sonatas, Hyundai Sonatas right. and stuff like that. That's not our market though. Not our market. Not to discount those cars. They're, they're great cars. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't kill a Camry. Right. That car is going to go and go and go and go. And SUV wise, I mean, you're all in on the Escalade. Escalade has been the standard in the industry. Right. Okay. That's what all the clients want. It's. Do you like it personally? Personally, for the ride, a little wavy. But yeah. other than that, I mean, 
it's a, it's a great vehicle. It gets our clients around. It works if you've got a group of guys going golfing. It works if you're doing a uh, people taking them to meetings or a road show or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's an all around vehicle when you're looking for an SUV. Right. You know. Right. Very interesting. That was fun. Yeah, that was awesome. And I'm actually really happy that we got in the 30 minute mark here. That's great. Because we we've, covered we've been trying to do that. I oh, think this is, so. This was perfect. Okay. This is just the first of many, Mr. Vinny. Right. We're going to get you here with Carl next time. And we'll get Anthony to Skype in. We've been oh, dying. We've been dying I would to test love that, to get the, the Professor Skype. and Mr. Vinny in the same room together. Two of us together. <laughs> Vinny and Anthony are, are two peas in a pod in New York. Vinny and Anthony, Anthony became Vinny's protege. He became yeah. his his apprentice. I mean, Vinny oh. Vinny's the Godfather, and Anthony's the consigliere. You know, Vinny yeah. really he made some. He carved out some role for himself in this company, and he has been an inspiration to me to always keep a cool head in times of stress. To try. Because to try to keep to try a cool to, yeah. head. Yeah. And, and he does. And it, 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 it's worked because there are times where I'll start freaking out and go really WWVD. What would Vinny do? <laughs> keep cool. We'll keep your notebook. Right. Yeah. Look at your game plan. Right. You know, I tried to keep like an agenda, a notebook and that lasted this, three this, seconds. This, the same thing happens. Like when I did it in school, it, it, it just, work. it doesn't work. Okay. So it's not, listen, every, no, listen, I wish I can do it. Everybody has a different way of learning. Everybody has a different way of doing things. You like technology though. You'd rather do it on your iPhone. I have, I have, we use, um, we have ring centrals or phone system and they have like a, uh, a task manager Mm -hmm. that I've used. And of course I, I'm not using it now. Sure. You know, it's just, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Now it's not, it's ebbs and flows. Well, do you give yourself notes on your phone? No, no, I, I usually try and keep everything in my head. So whenever we're talking on the phone, that's all from. That's why you repeat yourself all the time. Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> if you would just keep notes, go, well, we spoke about that yesterday five times. I don't need to talk about it today. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> there are times when your brother calls or say, hold on, I got to turn around and look at my board to see what's on the list that we have to talk about. Right. You know, and he hears that. Yeah. Right. You know? Especially about the baby seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, listen, I think- That was that, fun, guys. Vinny, was awesome. Thank you for coming on, man. That was awesome. And, uh, you know, let's Another, keep on rock and rolling. Two more rides a day, baby. That's it. That's it. I love it. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out, everyone. That was fun. That's Vinny. Thanks, guys. Later, guys. Later.